Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So listen, I picked up a new retainer client a couple of days ago, and I wanted to use this client as an example of, well, I wanted to use it to explode a myth. And it's a myth that's been big in business for a long time. And it, it kind of, it morphed into a complete monster with internet and internet marketing. And the myth is this, that we somehow can understand and map the process that a, a prospect goes through before they buy our stuff. And usually, I mean, particularly online, this is conceived, conceptualized as a funnel. So let's, let's make a quick example. Say you're buying tickets for a concert. So the funnel might be you saw an ad on Facebook. You clicked the ad and went to the website. You decided you wanted to see this band. You went through the booking process, choosing your date, your location, the seats or the whatever type of tickets you wanted. Maybe you were offered upsells or a meal before or whatever and then you checked out and that's the that's the whole funnel that's the kind of process you end up with a an email saying thank you very much here are your tickets to print so that's how and and to be clear this is how i would have conceived the process the funnel a few years ago when i was running the agency and what we used to do in common with lots of agencies is Look at how we can optimize the funnel, because if we conceive of that funnel, each of those steps as being <laughs> a step on the funnel, then we would say we, we can certainly look at analytics and say this proportion of people pass through the first step and then this, this of the second then the third. And we can look at where the blockages are and the, the number of people that drop out at the bottom is your conversion rate, obviously. And as I've mentioned to you before, on a typical e-commerce website a conversion rate of one or two percent might be considered normal okay so most people are dribbling out of the process at some point and what we do is we'd look and say oh step four the the point where they uh, i don't know they what should we say they get offered the meal they can upgrade to a meal with their ticket that's a lot of people are stopping there What's the problem with that step? And as web developers, we might have gone, well, we, we can try a few different things. We can, we can test a few ideas. And we might say, well, the pricing's wrong. The meals are too expensive. Or maybe they at that point they stop because they really need to check with their spouse. Or maybe they want to go to the website of the restaurant so they can see whether there's a, a vegan menu. There's all kinds of things. And... We would then change, make a few changes and see what happened. We would test those changes. But the problem is, you know, if you, you can keep going and going and going with this stuff. And what you end up with, I think, really quickly is that actually you can make changes and not a lot happens. Very often, in my experience, when we were testing new ways of doing things, unless there was a particular part of the website that wasn't clear, which is a different kind of case not a lot changes and actually you know this is some of the stuff i've talked about before systems thinking if you've read donatella meadows i think her name is fantastic book on systems thinking you know you'll know that actually well <laughs> you know for hundreds of thousands of years things were linear in general there was a clear cause and effect in general and we could see as human beings evolving 
we could see the whole process step by step by step but sorry over the past 100 200 maybe 300 years or whatever life has got more and more complicated and actually you can't see all the steps you can't see everything and what we now live in is a world where everything's a system and not only that systems are nested in systems and that makes it very hard to sustain change you know <laughs> as any dieter will tell you because you know when you push on one side of the system <laughs> another another side pushes back right so this client that i've just picked up is a classic example because you couldn't design the funnel that has moved this person from a person who didn't know anything about me to saying nick do you know what i want I want you to be more embedded in my team. I want you to be part of our gang. I want a, you know, a set number of days per month of your time. I want you on a retainer. Because probably between not knowing anything about me and that moment, we've probably had, directly or indirectly, maybe 50 pieces of communication. And you couldn't design that funnel because what, what's happening in that process is what we've been talking about over the past couple of days the creation of trust, the, the setting up of a reputation for a certain kind of expertise, the human connection. Now, I'm not saying you need to throw away all your funnels. It was like everything, like everything in, you know, reasonable people, the answer is always context sensitive. It, most answers should really start, it depends. But I do want to, I don't want to jog you out of your sense of understanding how the world works. Because this is how, this is how it actually happened. I mentioned two or three weeks ago that I was at this conference in London. You, you'd have, you'll have heard me, if you, if you were listening three weeks ago, you'll have heard me whispering about cricket outside Lord's Cricket Ground. Um, this client was there, this person was there and actually... When they said they wanted to do a retainer, they said it was, you know, we were at this conference and we, as it happened, we were on the same table and we were the two making notes and I was watching you, they said. I was watching you, Nick, the way that you were interacting with the speaker and asking questions and making notes. And I thought, yeah, I want to I press the button. I want to do something. And the next day, I got an email. Now, there's, like I say, there's no funnel in the world you could design to take account of that. And that's one of the reasons why when we are building out our businesses and building out our messaging and our, you know, our, all the context around what we do and what we sell, it's so important to be varied. You can't just sell off bullet points on your homepage. Not if it's, not if it's a service with depth or a product with depth. We don't know what the particular triggers are for the different people. And it's one of the reasons why I've got 775 podcasts. Because actually some number of people listen to some number of those podcasts every week and they get drawn into the world. And then if you go on the website, you, you know, you'll see the kind of the world building stuff that I've been building over the past few months. Does this make sense? I think it does. And I think if we can... Take a step back and reevaluate how we believe people are moving through our process, our system, our business. 
and think about how have the clients that I've got now, the customers I've got now, arrived? Because I think if we interrogate it, and if we ask, as I do every time, we'll find that it's so much more varied than the six or seven step funnel that uh, is beloved of internet gurus and marketers everywhere. Anyway, thanks for listening. And remember, your story means business. Hey, this is Nick. Thanks again for listening. To dig deeper, search for story.business.